Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Pirkei Avot uh, with the chapter 5 Mishnah 21, Ethics of the Fathers, and we're learning from the book of Rabbi uh, Abraham Tursky, Visions of Our Fathers. So the Mishnah says, whoever influences the masses to become meritorious shall not be the cause of sin, but one who influences the masses to sin will not be given the means to repent. Moses was meritorious and influenced the masses to be meritorious, so the merit of the masses was to his credit, as it said, carrying out God's justice and his ordinances will with Israel. Jeroboam ben Nebat, on the other hand, sinned and caused the masses to sin, so the sin of the masses is charged against him. As it is said, for the sins of Jeroboam that he committed and that he caused Israel to commit. So here we're seeing with this Mishnah, that when a person uh, has merits, has a person that, for example, decides to make a challah bake, for example, and he makes a flyer, and he starts calling his friends, and he starts uh, making people sign up for this challah bake, and suddenly there's 200 women wanting to bake challah, and they, 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 they all come to bake challah. The person that inspired the challah bake not only is meritorious because she's doing a mitzvah, but she gains the merits of all those 200 women that came to do the mitzvah with her. At the same time, a person that sins and makes other people sin, like a person comes uh, to a party and suddenly there's people there and he goes to a crowd and he starts telling them a juicy, juicy piece of news of a friend of them and he starts saying la shonara. All the people that are there listening to his la shonara and commenting and also saying things fall into the category of sinning and doing la shonara. So the, 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 the person that did the Lashonara is, is accountable, but also the sins of the other people go to him too. Just as the, the challah bake, the woman takes the merits from the women that are baking challah, also the women take their merits, but also acquires the merits of those who came to bake, the same way the person that says Lashonara and makes other people fall and makes other people do Lashonara, the sin of those other people are also accountable to him. The people also sin, but it's like he sinned 10 times more. So the, the Rabbi Tversky <coughs> says here that Rabbi, Rabbi Mendel of Kosk said, the reason a person should not sin is not because it is forbidden, Rather, he should be so worried, so occupied with doing mitzvot that he has no time to sin. So this is what, what Rabbi, Rabbi Kotz uh, is his antidote to sin, like the, the, the Tehillim that says, run away from evil and go and do good. It's not enough to run away from evil. You have to go and do good. Because when you're busy doing good, there's no time for, for sinning. If you're busy going to visit sick people, or you're busy doing the healing for other people, or you're busy learning Torah, or you're busy calling your mom to wish her good Shabbos, you have no time to sin. There's no time because you're worried and you're, you're, you're busy doing mitzvot. So Moses exemplified this type of person because as the Mishnah says, he, his merits, he made the people, the masses, be meritorious. The Jewish people, from being in the 49th level of impurity, Hashem brought them out of Egypt. He 
took them to Mount Sinai, they received the Torah, they failed, again he raised them up, he made them who they became. These were low-life people and suddenly they were the Jewish people, Klal Israel, the, the, the chosen people. So we see that, that, the, that uh, Moses' devotion to Klal Israel was absolute. He was selfless, he was uh, completely given to Hashem's uh, dictates, he was a servant of God, and his own uh, reason, Rason de Etre, was to help the Jewish people become the Jewish people. And it says, hence Moshe, Saha, which means pure, means that Moses purified himself, cleansed himself of any self-interest. He had no self-interest, he had no self-agenda, he was zero self-centered, and he was more worried about serving God than anything else. So. Moses was motiva motivated by absolute hesed, by kindness, and he truly tried to emulate Hashem in this world. He tried to be like God. So, who of course has no needs whatsoever, it is not that Moses was kept from doing sin as a divine reward, because he always retained his behira. It doesn't mean that a person eh, is exempt from sin, a person that is doing mitzvot all day, that he's not going to encounter a person that's going to come and give them la shonara. It doesn't mean that. You can encounter a person that will come and give you la shonara, and you always have free choice. You can always choose to listen to it or not. But what it's telling us, this Mishnah, is that a person that is busy doing goodness to the world, bringing kindness to the world, not for himself but for Hashem, Hashem is not going to put him in the lion's mouth. He's not going to put him there. He's, he doesn't need him there. He wants him doing good things. So it's harder for a person to fall into sin if he's worried by helping others and doing good things than a person that is um, just doing not good things. He's more exposed to it. So he won't have the opportunity to sin. So there is also a cohesiveness in the later part of the Mishnah, in which it says that Yerobam uh, caused other people to sin. The opposite from Moses, he caused other people to sin, and we see that the reason that he, caught, he, he wasn't given Teshuvah is not that he was not given Teshuvah, he wasn't given the opportunity to repent. Hashem is waiting for everybody to repent. He's waiting, waiting, waiting. Everybody has a opportunity to do Teshuvah, even in his last breath of, 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 of air in this world. It says that one minute of Teshuvah is more precious than the whole world to come. But the problem with him was that he was driven by his ego. It was an ego drive. And the sin was that he, was, he wanted to, to establish an idol uh, cult, a new place of worship, uh, for fear that if his, if his subjects made the pilgrimage to Jerusalem, they would acknowledge and recognize the, the king of Judah and uh, the, the authentic king of Israel. So he was so egocentric, he didn't want them to recognize another king, he wanted them to recognize him. So he was ego-driven and he built this cult, this idol cult. His guilt feelings were, uh, were not there. He didn't have guilt when he did this. And that is why he was not able to do Teshuvah. Because for a person to be able to do Teshuvah, 
he needs to feel remorse. He needs to feel he did something wrong. If a person doesn't feel that he did something wrong, how in the world is he gonna be uh, able to do teshuva? But it doesn't mean that he doesn't have the opportunity to do it. He always has the opportunity to do it, but he closes himself to do it. So this Mishnah provides an important insight into the motivation of our actions and why we do the things we do. And it tells us what one can do to avoid sin, which is be busy doing good things, be busy learning Torah, be busy um, teaching other people, be busy taking care of your children, be busy doing good things. Go and do good. And the more good you do, the less sin is going to be pondering you around. And what can prevent a person from having remorse or for errant behavior? And that is your ego. When you feel you're, you have the truth, when you feel you're right, when you feel you're, you're, you're righteous and you're doing things that go against the Torah, then that will prevent a person from being able to do Teshuvah and return to Hashem. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.